welcome to Kirsten's Training Wheels, where previously our heroes trapped a person in a closet, trashed the place, and set loose a vicious predator in their home. Joining me are my usual crew, Kat, our normal GM. Hi! Kathleen. It's me. Our sound editor. Oh, I was early there. Oh, well. And we have Nick, who is our, um, well, he's being a very, very good uh, character this this campaign. It's actually really cool to see two different, actually, no, I guess Penelope is the worst. Cobb's actually pretty good. He's yeah, better behaved no. than Penelope. Hun, you are by far the worst in regular <laughs> sort of symphonies. Don't sell yourself short. Nick you're, is also here. You're a trash goblin. <laughs> and don't ever, hey, sweetheart, don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so welcome to Kirsten's Training Wheels. This is going to be our last segment where we're going to wrap up what has been happening in the last two Kirsten's Training Wheels with me as the GM, a new GM. And then we're going to take a bit of time to talk about, um, deconstruct the campaign a bit as to like, how it is with the new GM, what things worked well, what things might be pointers for other people. What, if anything, we learned? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. Am I capable of learning? Maybe. Maybe. Am I? <laughs> we'll see how, how everyone feels about everything. There will be a quiz next week when I'm in charge again. So <laughs> <laughs> take notes. <laughs> All right. So you guys are fleeing the house. You made it through campus with the help of your new security guard friend, Sid. Yes, that was his name. And uh, you, I believe, decided to hide out at Maze. Yeah, let's crash at Maze. Party at Maze. All right. Yeah, so Maze apartment is not extraordinarily far away from where we started the campaign. May has a studio apartment that has the sort of vibe of being slightly beyond her means. No one's quite sure how May affords this place, and that includes May some of the time. Uh, but it is, like I said, it's a, it's a studio apartment. There are a few, like, pieces of furniture lying about. There are a bunch of canvases and large papers and scrolls in tucked away in like some specific places. There are a few vases of flowers and the walls are definitely painted illegally. Illegal paint. All right. It probably, I don't know if it has a kitchen. It might have a kitchen. Does May cook a lot, or is May more of a... May's not particularly a cook. I think that she, like, heads out and uh, is socializing with people at basically any opportunity. This apartment's not really actually used super much. More just like, I sleep here, get dressed, and then head out for the next day. Well, it's a place that she sleeps, and it's a place that she paints. Ah. All right. I mean, what? That's, that, that isn't your place? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mostly just bunk like in the apartment where all my tarot decks live. Mm. They're nice enough to let me have a bed in the corner. I guess, so <laughs> Miller's got fries in one hand and kind of holds the door open for the others with his shoulder. Is it? Is there? Are, did you have fries? Like yeah, before going to the house. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a big plate of steak fries at the food court. <laughs> still got the fries. Still got the fries. He's still got mm -hmm. the fries. Says, party at Maze. So you you enter Maze's apartment and, or is, I guess I, you said it's a studio, but is it like, is it attached to other, like, is it kind of like an, a, an attached dwelling or is it like its own little building? It's probably attached to something else. I don't know if there are building quotes in Stageport. I mean, probably, but... But it's probably, it's easily connected to some other building. I don't know if there are multi-residential houses. I don't know if it's like a room above another storefront or something. I don't know if it's a fantasy futuristic high-rise. Um, okay. 
I think that there is there is kind of like multi-unit housing in the sense of like row houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having like a little studio in a in a roadhouse or row house or over another establishment. No, oh, we're roadhouse now, are we? Yeah. Who's which? Which of us is Patrick Swayze? Me. Fair enough. Yep. So yeah, we push open the door into the apartment. May sort of flits about, turning on oil lamps. She doesn't have cool, light, like glowing orbs the way that Vi does. Well, Vi only has the one, but she is very proud of it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what's the next plan? Do you think? Do you wanna? Do you wanna just look at the stuff that we grabbed here before we do anything else with it? Ooh, yeah. Like we just stole something that just got stolen. Is this like? It's gotta be something if we can steal it twice, right? That's true. So much stealing. Here's my question. Maybe he was actually on. Like, I can't imagine a world in which you steal research that has no value to anybody, right? Right. Like, I can't. And I mean, I am not an academic, so Vi, stop me. I've stolen a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying, have you stolen any things that were not valuable? Mm, that's most of what I steal. <laughs> okay. Now, is that as an academic or is that kind of for your own dark, solitary pursuits? And Vija kind of goes, hmm, as she's like emptying out just like pockets full of random garbage <laughs> as, as she's beginning to sort through them. Stop oh. knowing my life. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I'm realizing now that Nick's confessed to this being partly biographical, I'm realizing what the table beside my couch looked like when Nick was staying over. I am legit sitting by a, like, I have, a, like, a shelf here by my chair in my room that is legit just, like, what's it filled with? A box that had a prescription in it, but it's just the box now and receipts and old, like, notebooks and, yeah, just garbage. Okay, so that hypothetical didn't go so great. No, it didn't. It didn't. But like, I mean, if there's nothing to it, if he really is just like chasing his tail, there's no reason to steal his research, right? I think we're all agreed about that. Right. Yeah. He thinks everyone else thinks he's chasing his tail. Mm-hmm. But that can't be the case. <sighs> like, and it's it's got to be his stuff, right? Because, right. I mean, like evidence-wise, it was like none of his foot and what do you think what do you think that that what do you think that person back there meant by we're making a mistake was that just like drat you've caught me banter or do you think that there was actually something to that mm, no i think he was needling i mean that's what i would do that's what you have done earlier today yeah that's accurate yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> <sighs> so who wants to have a reading party? Sounds good. I like reading. I don't have to wait for books. <laughs> um, anyone who would like to look at the papers, give me give me an understanding role with something that you think would make sense. Make a case for what would make sense to understand an, our archaeological research. Crap. Like the lazy person in me and the person who wants to have one good thing added to this role wants to say humanity. It's not really an academic skill. Okay. Yeah. Anthropology is the study of humanity. I could also use fashion. Yeah. I mean, if you kind of know like fashion from what I have seen, how it's been described, it's not necessarily just like clothing, but it's this, the way the culture itself is. Yeah. Trends and culture and things. Yeah, I could buy understanding fashion as a, like uh, how this is fitting in with a discourse community. Vi is going to use understanding engineering because I picked engineering as the basically like <laughs> study skill. Okay. Because it's the closest the skills the skills have to a just like big nerd read book skill. I mean finance. Yeah, finance also that. I got two successes. Yeah, I guess you would probably you would probably be able to dissect that would probably allow you to dissect the validity of the actual research. Well, certainly of any technical information, right? Yeah, you need a big nerd read book skill, cat. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunately, Miller is not and doesn't. But he has rolled a single-edge success. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And that is all. May is going to go along the same path that she took when they were originally at Walter Smith, if that's his real name's place, and is going to do understanding art because it uh, was about pottery. Yes. Or at least the other research was. And I got, damn, I got a five, six, and a one. Dope. So that's two successes and an edge. It is. All right. So I'm going to start with Miller. If you take a success, you will be able to glean some information, but you will miss something quite important. Mm -hmm. And it might actually lead other people a little bit astray. No, Miller doesn't like being wrong. Okay. Miller is going to stare at this. He's going to realize he's holding it upside down. And he's just going to go back to eating his fries and watching the others do it. Um, so, May, you got two successes and an edge, right? That's correct. So, you don't necessarily need the edge because it does connect to the other pages you saw. It was It's part of the same research sites, just more of a collaborated paper compiling several sites of research. If you do take the edge success, you can kind of um, capture what I'm going to tell Nick as well. But... Again, it might slightly affect what Nick gets and what information that would be. Well, I guess I'm going to follow Kat's lead on this. I think that May is a pretty jumpy-to-conclusion sort of person, but um, I'm going to hope that her study brain takes over here. Okay. When you look at these pages and... There's very detailed recreations of the pottery shards and, and sketching from like multiple angles. And you can tell that it is, yes, connected to his other research at similar sites. And this seems to be like his final paper, his what is compiled probably many years of research at these sites. Um, hmm. I have a question and maybe you won't answer this for Miller, but for Vi or May, but... How rigorous is his cataloging? Ooh, that is a good question. You know, you know what? Miller asks that. Miller says in between <laughs> bites of his food, hey guys, how rigorous is his cataloging or whatever? <laughs> Vi's just like, eh, it's, it's pretty good from what I can tell as she like looks up from her mound of garbage. <laughs> so Vi would be able to tell that it actually is a bit sloppy. Like what May is getting is that he does seem to be correct. If the shards that all these sketches are correct, then the information that he's portraying is very um, against what the status quo of not finding things older than the cataclysm. However, that is true that Vi sees that the cataloging isn't super rigorous. It's actually quite sloppy. He seems to have left a lot of it to some first-year students and things like that who might not have necessarily been as trained as they should have been for research of this magnitude. So it might bring some of his stuff into question. I mean, it has. Uh, he told us that was what they told him about his research. Mm -hmm. So I was really hoping they were just lying, but whatever. More fries. Mm -hmm. It looks like they may have actually had some legitimate the study might, like, it looks like it's pointing in the right direction, but they, it has some weak spots. Mm. Well, I don't think they would just take it to punish him for bad bookkeeping. That doesn't seem super academic. They've got, like, different knives to put in your back. Look, you don't have to put the knife in anything, okay? Best way to punish somebody for making a mistake is to let them play it out. Yeah. Like... Play it out. If you wanted to punish the guy for having bad bookkeeping, just let him publish it. And Kirsten, you mentioned that there were some undergrads. Are yes. there any collaborators? No, it looks like in his earlier work. Well, actually, um, can you guys roll me a focus to see how well your memory is for what you saw when you originally went to his house? I've got focus. Uh, do we want to? Do, what are we? What are we rolling here? Sensitivity, understanding. Well, I guess to remember something, it'd probably be a sensitivity because it's like, how much did you pick up when you were there, kind of thing. I, I got know. a success. Okay. I, I got two successes. I got one success and one edge success, which is actually a pretty good roll for 
provide who has very bad sensitivity. So actually, uh, yeah, you all, one success is, is, is good to remember that his earlier papers did have a collaborator, but the further research seems to only have his name on it. Hmm. So was he cutting somebody out? Ooh. Intrigue, Miller says. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's about as close to a motive as we've got, right? Yeah, I mean... Oh, turns out it was political. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's anthropology. Isn't it all political? Yeah. Okay, all right. Benny, what's your take on all this? B- Benny's take is mostly like, uh, what's what's the word? I guess uh, non-plussed, slight wiggling. Oh, I can't imagine anthropology is that interesting to you, huh, Benny? Uh, he's mostly only interested in rain. Mm. Yeah. 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 So... So what do we do then? We take this back to the guy, we just hand him the papers and say, good job, we did? I mean, we could just hand the thing back and get paid and, like, I don't know, go drinking or something. Everybody party? Oh, that sounds good. I have not been to the card room in what feels like days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's been days. I think it's been about two days in game time. Yeah. Two or three? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's, it's been one day. We're like getting in on like 24 hours here, I think. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's been like a week. So I'm just going to go take a quick walk and see if I can ascertain whether or not we have been tailed. Probably All a right. good call. Anybody want to come with? Anybody want to go on a walk around the block? Yeah, why not? What about you, Vi? I kind of want to look at this some more, but I think Benny's going to get mad at me if, if we stay indoors too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can bring you back something. This way, um, the papers are safe back here if you want. Or we can bring them with all of us and they'd have to fight all of us in the street to take them. And best of luck with that. I'll bring them along. Okay. And Vaya starts like stuffing the papers into her Va- Va- various. <laughs> what? It's fine. I, I know exactly where they are. I'm... I I mean I hope he's not gonna. I hope he pays us regardless of the condition they're in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know how it goes, Miller. It's uh, these yeah. thieves. They just don't have any respect for uh, people's work. They have no respect. All right. Okay, let's go on a walk. Is there to eat around here? Do you like fish? Because there's this like right there. Oh, I love fish. But like, yeah, um, let's go to the fish place. Yeah, let's get some fish and chips. I'm sensing a theme here. You don't have to have any. They're all for me. So this is two successes on sensitivity, survival, urban. Three successes and an edge on sensitivity, humanity. If I got one success on sensitivity. Hooray. Uh, So survival, urban. You immediately notice that uh, street lamps that are normally lit are out. Yeah, we're at Maze Park. Yeah, so you immediately notice that the street lamps that usually light the back street are out. With the humanity, you notice a good vantage point that someone could be watching from. Mm. What are these spell pieces? <laughs> So we have accuracy, rapid fire, dark, watching, spying, and fries. Fries. Good. Good, good, good. Can I cast watching, watching? <laughs> sure, what does it do? Yes, yes, yes. What, yeah, watching, what watching. are you going to have it do? Um... I am going to get to know all of the people who are looking at us. All right. And maybe it'll be in uh, I know, you know, you know that I know. All right. Well, it depends on how much scatter. Mm-hmm. Um, so for two scatter, you can see the watchers, but they will know and feel that. For four scatter, 
no one will be able to else will be able to feel it. I think I want them to know that I know. So we'll go with two. You're gonna let you're gonna go for the two? All right. Okay. Um so how would the spell like what does the spell do exactly? How would it look? I still wanna go on the idea that May's magic is conversational. Okay. So it's a sense of like a metaphysical emotional sonar, maybe. I don't know. Ooh. Okay. Sort of like the idea that she's sending vibes out and getting vibes back. Okay. So all of a sudden, you feel yourself not fully in a dream state, but you start to feel yourself kind of sink away and you're pulled into four, three, sorry, actually four. I was, I was wrong. Four different directions. And you kind of have simultaneous knowledge of each of these aspects of yourself. It's sort of like in a dream when you, you know something already just because it's like, it's obvious, mm -hmm. even though it hasn't, doesn't necessarily have to be told to you. And you can kind of see each of these things sort of like a fractioned mirror and you can watch each vantage point. You see through Miller's eyes, Miller looking at a vantage point that would be a good hiding spot. You see through Vi's eyes. I don't know what what it would Vi what was Vi looking at. Well, so I was gonna say she was probably looking at food, but she actually got one success, so she was most likely looking like around buildings or some good place to actually look and not just get distracted by food. Okay, so you probably were noticing the same things that. Miller was noticing. I mean, at the very least, he was probably looking at the lights that had gone out and being like, hmm, I wonder what's up with that. Mm, okay. Um, and you see Benny kind of watching Vi. You see yourself watching through your own eyes, but then you actually see towards the direction where Miller was looking, there is an, another viewpoint there. Someone is stationed up there and watching you guys. May's going to look over there and wave. All right, you see yourself waving at, at this person and then you see they're studying a bow in their hands great um miller's got a spell he would like to cast all right miller is going to cast shifting accuracy Ooh, it's the first time i've ever used a non-predator word from miller's list but basically what I want is for this um, this jungle heat that rises when Miller casts his spells to make a heat haze that makes it difficult to pinpoint where exactly the party is. Okay. Another minor illusion from Miller. So each scatter will decrease the accuracy by one. Okay, I'm going to spend two then okay. um, so that I don't fall over because Miller has cast some very dramatic spells. Okay. Big dramatic. Can't help it. Actually, I think I'm just going to go with one. Okay. Because I have another thing I want to use a point for. All right. <laughs> yep. So, and May can still see this through her fractionated vision. Um, the heat waves rise and things kind of distort. And the heat actually causes sweat to sting their eyes a little bit. And so they're trying to blink away the sweat and keep their focus on you guys. And... I am going to have initiative rolls, please. Okay, so here's as good a time as any to bring this up. Um, Miller's season one ability is alert eye. Okay. At the beginning of a combat, the GM will tell you if there are any environmental hazards or volatile terrain. If I choose to scatter one, the GM will then tell me what and where they are. So the first question is, are there any environmental hazards or volatile terrain? There are. Okay, I'm spending the one scatter. It's not necessarily volatile unless you want to turn it volatile, but the lamps that were turned out, they are they are like a, a, ga a kerosene or gas style lamp. You could turn that into something volatile because they are run by gas. Perfect. Perfect. Um, okay. And there is also, the ground is quite gravelly, like a, it's sort of like a, an old dirt, old gravel road. It's not super, super gravelly. It's more like kind of part dust, part gravel. They're kind of on like a, a gravel hill. So it's it's not super, super stable. Like it's easily shiftable. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Miller's doing plans. 
Also, my initiative result was 10. All right. Big rolls. I, ooh, that's a good roll. Uh, that is a 17. Holy crap. There's one off of triple boxcars. Nice. And now May's low adaptability comes back to bite her with five. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got to, I got to roll an extra dice. Give me a second. Boop. Oh, okay. Boop. Thirteen, actually. Okay. I just scrolled up enough to realize that Miller has two adaptability and two tactics. So. And so that means Vi is the first to go. No. Vi is the last to go, right? Yes, but she May can, is the last to yeah. go. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, last to go, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. My, my brain is... It's okay. Could, I'm, I'm so sorry. May Let's is the first to go. May. <laughs> May is the first to go. Yeah, May is going to point at the direction where the assailant is and take a route that is mostly in cover to approach the archer. And All so right. I'm thinking of some sort of daring roll for that. Okay. That could be athletics or survival urban, depending, I guess, on what you want to talk about this with. Okay. Um, well, it depends on, on how you're doing it, I guess. If you're kind of using your awareness of the urban tra- terrain to kind of duck undercover, that'd be more of a survival urban. If you're kind of more like parkouring idea um, and trying to just like quickly like hop and roll over things, I'd say athletic. Yeah, I think we'll go with the athletics roll then. That's one success in one edge. All right. You're trying to get to cover and out of their range, is what, right? No, I'm trying to rush them, but in a way that won't let them shoot me. Oh, okay. With one success, you can get closer, but it will take another round to reach where they are. With two successes, you can get to where they are, but they would get an opportunity. I'm thinking May gets pinned down then. So you do find some like low bushes and stuff and get behind some train and you do get a closer and a pretty good vantage point to get a, you know, you can reach them uh, from that vantage point. Cool. I'd say you kind of flanked the hill. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is kind of like quickly rush up the backside of the hill. So that was May. And it is actually their turn. Is it? It could be. Is it? We don't know what they're doing. Okay, yeah. What are they trying? I mean, what are they doing? So since May has left, but um, Miller and Vi are still um, near the door where they were walked out to the street... Uh, they're going to try to take a shot. And they do have the, the penalty from the the distorted heat accuracy and the, the, the sweat dripping into their eyes. I think uh, Miller's going to cut in here. Okay, sounds good. Is there anything Miller can do? Like, Miller can make it to the hill, right? Yes, because it's not too far away. Okay. I'm going to roll Adaptability Tactics to find out what I can do to compromise the structural integrity of this hill. (laughs) All right. Go for it. That is four threes. Well, that is nothing. That's nothing. That is nothing. Aw. Damn. Okay, well, that was... um... uh, Vila was also going to cut in because she doesn't want to get shot with arrows because that would not be cool. She's just kind of going to... Hold on, I got this. And she is going to quick draw a magic spell at them. Uh, ooh, prize bolt. God! Vi <laughs> sweeps her finger around dramatically, aims at the, the targets, and kind of just makes like a bang motion. And with a snap of lightning, the fries that Miller was eating launch uh, out at the <laughs> no. opponent's. At great speed, getting getting all sorts of, like, hot oil and salt in their face. Oh, all right. So... Why are you like... This isn't actually, like, doing damage or anything like that. This is literally just being, like, annoying and keeping them from attacking us. Well, you know, it depends on how much scatter you... If you want to add... If you want to do some damage, for one scatter, you can decrease their accuracy again on their shot. Like, by getting 
oil and fries in their face, their their accuracy is even more decreased. If you want to spend two scatter, you can do some damage as well. I'm just going to spend the one. Vi is not especially violent. Okay. She's mostly annoying. So it's now okay. <laughs> it is their turn. And they are going to try to take a shot at Miller. They did roll well. Oh, dear. Because they actually are a pretty good shot, but they have some pretty heavy penalties against them. So they actually try to... The arrow flings from their bow and um, lodges uh, into the ground, I'd say, two an arm and an arm and a half lengths away from Miller. Okay. So we are back to May. I have another stupid idea. Don't worry. I have a lot of stupid ideas. Um, I'm, if you don't have any stupid ideas right now, I can like I can take the lead. So here's my stupid idea: is rapid fire darkness. Ooh, very good. And I think that that means little disorienting flashes centered around where our assailant is. Maybe like a, like an anti strobe light. <laughs> you know that thing where you're like in a dark room and there's a strobe light and it's kind of disorienting, but you can still kind of see what's going on. And because you get that strobe, it makes the dark extra dark, kind of like it's like. So what's happening is that I've essentially put our assailant in a room with a strobe light in it, except that the thing that's flashing on and off isn't a bright light. It's the darkness. (laughs) That's extremely cool. Hmm. Okay. Get some some serious Kingdom Hearts magic going on here with all this darkness. <laughs> well, I think that the idea is to continue to make it so they're not able to attack us. <laughs> Weirdly, we're not like we're dirtbags, but we don't want to fight anybody. Yeah, you guys actually haven't done any. Vi's very bad at fighting. It's okay. I'm about to roll weapons. I promise I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll weapons. Maybe scrappy. Yeah. This is, we're, we're doing sort of scrappy things. She still she has to melee weapons people, so she has to get close first. Yeah. So um, I'd say, yeah, one uh, scatter, and they'll start to experience this, like, anti-strobe effect. Strobe? Distrobe. Mm-hmm. So that was May. Miller time. Miller's decided that it's Miller time, and so it is. The high life. He's going to run up the hill to our would-be assailant, Miller is going to use subtlety melee weapons. Sounds good. He draws his dagger from his sleeve. And that is... two successes. Now, at this point, I should tell you that what Miller is doing with the dagger is not attacking. What is Miller doing? He's cutting open the portion of his sleeve that has all the pepper in it. Yes! That he smuggled onto his oh. person. Yeah, he's releasing a great deal of pepper directly into this person's face. <laughs> Hence rolling subtlety melee weapons. Oh, all right. So that is two successes. I don't oh, know if you're gonna Okay, yeah, you, you you rip open your sleeve, but good. And they get pepper all over their face. <laughs> pepper. <laughs> I knew I packed pepper. And they they, they cough and, and sputter and they clutch at their face a bit and they they call out, "Look, look! We just we just want the papers. We'll, we'll pay you more even." Ooh, ooh! Hey guys, shooting at us with bows is not a very "we'll pay you more" kind of action, bro. Well, I'm ready to renegotiate, or we're ready to renegotiate. Okay. First of all, why do you want the papers so bad? Well, first, first. Oh, first, give me that. Give me that. Are we still in the combat order or are... They've dropped their weapon. They were, uh, uh, she's clutched at her eyes and is like... Okay. Miller grabs the the bow. Miller's like, no, you can't, no. We have basically thrown most of Miller's dinner directly into her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Fries bolt What the fuck was that Slowly starting to realize that Like Wherever Vi goes she can basically Just telekinetically throw stuff at people 
Yes, it's true. true. Yep. I, I, uh, I got to hand it to you. You, you're all very, all very adaptable. Yeah. Vi is, is still way out in like, I guess the like quarter or field, or I guess this is like outside of a couple of the houses. So that little, like the little square, just kind of like going like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> yeah, we did like do it. Celebrating all by herself. <laughs> hey, look, look, it's not that I'm adaptable. Quite the opposite. I packed this pepper and I'm goddamn well going to use it. <laughs> it, it's definitely something I've never encountered before. You've never Honestly. encountered pepper before? Yeah, Sib, you ever heard of Chekhov's gun? Pepper in in my face directly. Oh, in your face and eyes and and mucous membranes of the nose and mouth. Yeah, I okay, yeah. I, I can see where, yeah. I was just uh, going to say, you've never had, pe- like, pepper is good. But um, where was I? May where, May, where was I? I don't know. I think that we were somewhere between, like, gloating and trying to figure out what the fucking deal is. Yeah, yeah, trying to figure out what the fucking deal is. That's where we're at. That's where we're at, bud. Vi just kind of yells back, why do you want these? I'll tell you everything, but can you can you please, in my pocket, there's a handkerchief. Uh, I, I desperately just need to, to, to wipe my, my face so I can gather my thoughts. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've got one. Hold on. And and Vi, Vi starts looking through her stuff over where she is. She is. Yeah, Vi's got one. Hold on. Oh, thank you. It's. Hold, hold on. I'll be right over. Vi's, Vi'll be right over. Vi, it's going to take Vi a little bit to trundle over there. She has to find it first, and then she has to like put everything away, and then she has to like put her backpack on, and then scamper over. So it's it's going to be a little bit. You've got you've got a few minutes to talk to her. Uh. Okay, so Vi's, yeah, Vi's working on it. Vi's working on it. So uh, I understand that um, we did some things to your eyes that sucked a lot. But why do you need these? The papers, I mean. Why do you need them? So we were hired by someone who okay. who used to work with Walter. Well, yeah, no, you were right. May? Is that his real name? It, oddly, yes. Oh. Yes, it is. We did a background check. Man, the fuck? The fuck kind of name is fucking Walter Smith? I know, right? But May is just, like, completely distracted about this now. Yeah. No, hold on. Hold on just a second. Ten bucks, May. <laughs> God damn it. God ah, Real oh. name for the win. <laughs> Thank you. You really should know better than to place bets with me by now. I'm sure you guys have noticed Walter had a partner who collaborated. Uh huh. She was unceremoniously cut out, and her career suffered even worse than Walter's. Not only was she just ostracized from the community, but completely forgotten. Ooh. People wouldn't even acknowledge that she had ever even published anything before. Now that Walter was just on the brink of taking everything that they had worked together on, and publishing it and saying that this was going to be his work. Well, she couldn't have that, so she hired us. Also, she wanted to rectify the horrible, horrible cataloging. She she told me that it was, uh, I can't remember the words, but something, cataloging something, something. It, she had to rectify the, the research because she had the proper something. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, so we're all really upset about Walter being his real name, but, like, why steal this shit and not, if she was going to fix the cataloging anyway, why not just publish her own research? I, I mean, I don't know why. I'm just the hired bow. Aren't we all? Aren't we all just the hired bow on the pile of concrete scraps we call life? Hold on, I think I found it. Don't we all just have pepper in our eyes on this pile of... <laughs> I'll be right there. On this pile of... What do you mean right back? What do you mean right back? No, give me, don't worry give about me a second. Okay. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. Don't we all have pepper in our eyes on this pile of yes. concrete scraps we call life? 
And some of us have real, actual, literal pepper right now. That's it. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Some of us do have actual, literal, real pepper in our eyes. For some of us, maybe the pepper in the eyes is cataloging. (laughs) I think. If I'm understanding this situation right. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm probably not. I do have her correspondence because even though she's um, very smart in a lot of ways, she's, I don't think, used to dealing in criminal activities. So she wrote out things for us and I kept it all because I, well, that's yeah, what I that's do. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, like, yeah. If you go into my, if you go into my bag, you can, you can get the papers. Okay. So here's, here's my concern. And I mean, it comes from being just generally a suspicious person. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. I, I really am. But this is the second time you've asked us to reach into your pockets for you. Yeah, they could be full of pepper. They could be full of pepper. You never know what a person's got in their pockets. There, there is, there is no pepper in the. In the this bag. one's full of broken glass. Oh, I suppose I could roll sensitivity humanity, huh? <laughs> well, I suppose I, mean, maybe. I could do that too. <laughs> or you could just, or you could just sit here and continue to be, you know, bullies. Well, we're waiting on you. But Vi's, she's got her stuff together now. She's got the, the the handkerchief, and she's just, you know, putting things in her backpack. She'll be over there in a second. <laughs> Oh, I only got one success, though. So I've got one success and three edge successes <laughs> on subtlety, on sensitivity, humanity. Is this a trick? It's it's pretty obvious uh, that no, it, it, she has no loyalty to the only okay. lo- the only thing was getting paid, and the second that it danger started happening, like fries and pepper in the eyes, it was like, no, nah, I'm out. <laughs> okay. So she's she's being on the up with you guys. Yeah. Okay. Miller goes into the bag and, first of all, does hand her the handkerchief. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's that's better. She dabs her face and her eyes, though quite red, she kind of now can kind of blearily open them a little bit. And okay. Her, yeah, she, she's starting to, to feel a little bit better. And then Miller starts looking for papers. And you find an, an envelope. Ooh. Not much else in the bag, maybe like a quiver of arrows, and and that's about it. And so while Miller's doing that, May has decided that, okay, we're back to social time. Okay. Okay, so we got off on the wrong foot. What's your name? It May Colibri. You might know that already, I'm not sure. But we might as well just be correct about this. May, okay. Ni- ni- nice to meet you. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm Miller. Hi. Ni- likewise. I, uh, You're also Miller. Uh, oh, it, it's 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 nice it's nice to meet you as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, my, I'm 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 Marsha. Marsha, it is. It could have been a lot worse to meet you. At this, I will say likewise. <laughs> <laughs> and this, as uh, she finally trudges up, is Miss Viridian Scarlet and Benny. Hi. Oh, hello, hello. I. Uh, and Benny kind of like rustles in greeting. Nice to meet you. I, uh, you know, I am sorry that uh, I think in in other circumstances we could have had a a better meeting. I think you're a little aggressive when it comes to your job. Yeah. Yeah, yo, Miller. Does it say for uh, her to shoot us in that letter there? Oh yeah. Let me take a look. And Miller finally becomes curious enough to open the envelope. <laughs> So in the envelope, there's a, a couple of pages in an elegant cursive hand describing some of the things that Marsha already described about wanting to collect the papers. It describes what the papers look like. It also describes Walter's house. And it does say to try to get rid of any obstacles that step Ooh. in the path. Is, is it signed? It is. Who signed it? Miller, by the way, just shouts, oh, holy shit, it's signed. (laughs) (laughs) Miller does shout that. As Marcia said, Phyllis is not the greatest when it comes to criminal endeavors. Phyllis. That's a fake name. That is a fake name. This is the letter that she gave us. Did Phyllis sign it with a surname? Diller. (sighs) Kristen. You're so good, and yet... 
Okay, so Miller turns to May and he says, double or nothing, this one's a fake name. Yeah, you're on. Yeah, that's what I thought. I need more money to replace the food vi through. <laughs> Which was rad. No, don't get me wrong. It was extremely good. Yeah, that was good. But, yeah, it was extremely good. So now here's my thought, everybody. And Marsha, feel free to weigh in on this if you like. Um, we are pretty much only doing this for the money. Um, we're not particularly interested in capital J justice. And if we were, this guy was kind of a jerk to his partner. She hasn't seen the documents in a long time. We could just copy them and give each person a copy of the documents. Now that's the type of innovative thinking that has a gal get her way through Stageport. That's very good. I like it. Okay. So I guess we're going to go get some food. Come on, Marsha. We're going to get some food. We're going to do some copying. And then all of us are going to get paid. That sounds great. I will have sounds to tell to you, me. I do have two other partners. I think you met w one of them already. You left them in the closet. Ha! Look, whether you cut them out or tell them the truth, that's up to you. That's not our problem. They don't need to know. I, <laughs> I can Marcia. say I didn't find you. It's fine. Marsha. All right, come on. Let's go get some fish and chips. I'm hungry. There's the fish and chips shop there. Right next to it, it's uh, Guinevere, which is a wild name. But, like, Guinevere makes the best cocktail. And it's not even, like, one of those ones, uh, Miller, that you were always telling me about, like, back at your place that are, like, salads. Not one of those. Yeah. Okay, well, all right. Come on. Let's go get dinner and drinks together. Yay, second dinner. Second dinner. All right. She kind of gets up and dusts herself off and still not super, super great at, at seeing, but is functioning. Miller, <laughs> Miller offers an arm to help her down off the concrete. Oh, thank you kindly. Like a true gentleman. <laughs> <sighs> and... Now you guys have another um, friend. If you ever need someone, she's a sharpshooter, basically. So nice. if you ever need someone that's like also really good at surveillance too, that kind of stuff, you got another ally up, up your sleeve in here in Stageport. That unscrupulous though. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did we do it? That's, I mean, that's pretty much it. So you, you copy the, the papers. Um, and who, who's doing the, the copying? Actually, I should ask that. Um, Benny. Well, why don't you tell us what kind of role that would be? And we'll see who has the best. Uh, no, you know what? Benny doing the forgery is way better. Never Benny mind. Benny doing the forgery is, yeah. Let's let Benny do it. So you guys have food. Relax while Benny... Is, is, is rustling. Benny, the true MVP of, like, the entire campaign, I think. I mean, Benny has a bunch of, I guess, technically prehensile fronds, but, like, yeah. a pencil is cer certainly something that Benny can lift. And are you guys giving each person a, a copy and keeping the original for yourselves, or are you giving someone the original? I think we're giving Walter back the original. He'll be able to recognize it after all. Mm. Yes, okay. So... Benny can hold like three pens at once and write extra fast. Oh, good Benny. It's a pretty fast copy for sure. And um, you guys wait and get the copy created and take it to each prospective person, bringing the original back to Walter. He thanks you and, and pays you and plays the good host again. But, eh, you guys know better. You see through his... Uh, yeah. I mean, and he's a bit of a dick, but so are we, so. Really. Marsha takes you guys to meet Phyllis, but obviously you guys don't come in while she gets. Yeah. While she gives the papers, because Phyllis can't yeah. know. But Marsha offers to. You guys hold are holding on to all the money Walters so that you guys know that you can't get cut out, because she has to come yeah. back for that money. 
So she comes back with mo- the money from Phyllis, and you guys divvy everything up. And uh, Marsha shakes everyone's hand, and you know, actually, it was it was a pleasure doing business with you guys. Yeah. She tosses her bag back on her shoulder, and and and. Yo, Marsha. New moon's coming up. You free? Ah. You know what? I don't have much to do. Yeah, why not? Hell yeah. You know where to find me? I will find you guys later on. Just gonna feed my cats and I'll be back. All right. I, I cannot believe you. Yay, friends. Yay, yay, friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I guess down the road, once they both publish, well, there's more dust that kicks up, but... Mm. Wah-wah. <laughs> Wah-wah. Yeah, not our problem. Vi is just happy to get second dinner. Hell yeah. So what um, sticks out the most for everyone? Like, Kirsten. They would, like- Kirsten. We have a we have branding, Kirsten. <gasps> we have a we have a jingle. Memory time. Thank you, Kirsten. It is in <laughs> fact memory time. My brand. <laughs> um. Ah. <sighs> I love th- I love that we went a second combat without actually like striking or harming a person. That was good. Actually, I I really like how uh, dirtbags operate. It's real good. I look forward to um, more interactions with them. And uh, yeah, I like that. I have to admit, I I was a big fan of everybody coming to a mutually beneficial agreement and new friends. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a weirdly cute ending for these jerk characters. I think that we fired most of the Chekhov's guns that were st- sitting on the mantle too. I am so I was so delighted that you remembered the pepper. <laughs> I was re-listening to the episode and I was like, shit, if I don't do something with this pepper, I have failed as an artist. <laughs> so um, now it's time for me to shove Kirsten out of the car and wrestle my way into the driver's seat so I can take the wheel back. For a little bit. That's that's me kind of trying to do Foley for this uh, action movie scenario. I, have I to see, say. I see. Very, very, it's very good. Everybody so, loves it. The kids love it. The kids love it. Everybody loves it. So this has been Kirsten's training wheels. And thank you so much, Kirsten, for this. Thank you, guys. Um, it was so fun. I mentioned it in the last Cat's Cradle. I've mentioned it pretty ebulliently on Twitter there. But, like, I am on multiple levels extremely glad that you GM'd for us. I had a lot of fun as a player. As a game designer, I got to see my game do things that I wasn't aware that, like, that it wasn't built for. As a content creator, I got to I got to hopefully, like, reach some of you guys at home, the listeners, and uh, convince you to give GMing a shot. It's super fun. Do it. You get a little bit drunk with power, though. <laughs> My first question was going to be, Kirsten, you had fun? You had a I good time? did. I okay. did a lot. It was super fun. And I. so I am normally in games. I even, as a player, sometimes I'm not super great with combat because I'm, I'm lazy. And combat <laughs> means you have to think about things. But I even <laughs> wanted to try like combat because I was kind of excited to see how it would go and how you guys would interact and I was really happy with what you guys did and I feel like I kind of stretched myself and I like that. All right. So, okay, let's do Kirsten's Kirsten only memory time. Okay. First thing, Kirsten only memory time. What turned out to be easier than you expected about GMing? Um, I would say actually I didn't have to set up everything super it actually made it worse if i tried to set up things too concretely because it didn't give you guys room to actually like be dirt bags explore in. as you would so i found it actually easier that i didn't have to specifically be like okay first a is going to happen then b then c if it's things kind of like you guys went a different direction then it kind of like is like would have to scramble so it was easier just to kind of have a general idea as to the events around and if you were in certain spots this is what would be there and if you didn't interact with it that's cool too yeah that flexibility is so important for gming yeah my next question what was harder what was harder than you thought it was going to be 
if listeners could probably tell that when I had people were trying to like track them down, um, it was a little bit tricky because I had an idea in my mind as to the path. And if I, I wanted it not to be like completely like glowing sign, um, but I didn't want to like make it too difficult. So trying to find the right balance of like of that was a little bit tricky. My next question, Nick, Kathleen, do you guys have any questions for Kirsten? Yeah, is there anything that you left on the cutting room floor that we didn't interact with that you would like to talk about? So originally, the three people that were working for Phyllis, they were going to be more combative. They were going to be the ones framing you. It was going to be, it was going to be a little bit more combative in that form. Um, you never met Rex, but that was fine. I, I was actually cool with that because you met the other two and... I actually, oddly enough, even though he was the like the leader of the group, didn't seem to have as much of a personality as the other two. So I was kind of fine with the interaction turning out a little bit differently than originally I expected for with the other group. I'm trying to think. There was one other thing that I have in my notes. The guy was going to get murdered, right? No, actually. Oh, dang. Because uh, I was trying to keep my mouth shut about it because, like, I know Kirsten. So I wasn't so much metagaming as I was meta-Kirstening. <laughs> because I know that your favorite thing on the entire planet is a murder mystery. It is. I do love murder mysteries, but I oddly enough didn't attempt one this this time. This time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nick, do you have any questions for Kirsten? Um... Actually, I might. I just mostly yeah, I wanted to hear like other things that you might have missed, but uh, so that so as I don't repeat Kathleen's. Um, what was the weirdest thing that we did to you that was just like what What are you doing? Like what was what was the <laughs> most like curveball? What was the largest curveball we threw at you? Uh, other than like Fry's missile. <laughs> <laughs> so good, actually. It was a good surprise um, how you guys dealt with the encounters. I didn't expect it to go in that fashion, but I liked it. And I liked especially with the second encounter. Like with the second encounter, I kind of had more of an idea because I kind of thought it might go that way. And, and it did, which is, is I really like because it's, it's how your characters roll. So I didn't quite foresee that in the beginning that it would go that way. Okay, and I've got one more question. I've got one more question real quick before we get out of here. And that is, what advice do you have for any listeners who are thinking of GMing for the first time? You know, just give it a try. Um, it doesn't have to be, like, scary. Just remember this. Everyone wants to have fun. So, we're. I mean, you could probably hear points where um, where the the my players were... You know, they were working with me to make things happen because everyone wants to have fun and you don't have to worry that you have to have this like grand idea. It's just about having fun and you can stretch your legs a little. You don't have to say, oh, I'm going to GM a campaign that's going to be, you know, six months long or whatever. Like I just did a three session campaign and. Um, four. Yeah. Oh. oh, wow. Did it actually go four? Yeah. yeah, it's a four-session it campaign. They did go for it. It actually went a little bit longer than I even thought because they ended up having, you know, we ended up having a little bit more interaction than originally yeah. was thought. So, And you it know, was a blast. Thank you uh, for playing with me and thank you, listeners. It was a blast. So, yeah, just do it. <laughs> if you're yeah. thinking about it, just give it a try. Get some friends, give it a try. And Call your friends, pick up your favorite game, mine, mm -hmm. and... Or I guess another game, but probably mine. Call some friends together, see what kinds of stories you can tell. Mm -hmm. So this has been Kirsten's Training Wheels. This is the last Kirsten's Training Wheels, not because it's the last time we're going to ask Kirsten to GM, but because I think Kirsten's big enough for a big kid bike. Yay! But next week, we're going to be returning to Sword of Symphonies for a while. So if you've missed Cobb, Tiss, and Penelope, don't worry. Don't worry, you're going to be seeing them again real soon. Thank you so much for GMing for us, Kirsten. As always, thank you for playing with me. Guys, you are the best, all three of you. Yay. And thank you, listeners. Yay. 
You're all the best, too. And our listeners are the best. And if you are inspired to try GMing or you want to share your first time GM stories, please, like, we always ask you for this, but this time I super mean it. This time I ultra mean it. Use the web form on www.sortofsymphonies.com or use Twitter at Peach Garden RPGs to let us know. We desperately want to hear this from you. We do enjoy your uh, your letters. They're they're like mana from heaven for us. Oh yeah, we live for attention. Uh, it, very much so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So bye everybody. Bye everybody. Bye. See you next time. See you next week.